All right, uh, so we're continuing with Agada Shali. We are in the Ten Makos, analyzing the Ten Makos and all the patterns they reveal to us. Uh, like we said last time, the, you know, the Makos of Mitzrayim, the Ramban says, or the foundation of our Muna in the fact that Hashem is the Borea Kol. Now, if somebody does a single particular miracle, even if it's very, very impressive, right? It doesn't necessarily show him to be the Borea Kol. Right? It would just demonstrate mastery of that one thing. Right? So, rather, there's a need uh, to demonstrate mastery over the entirety of creation, right? It's something that... If if uh, if one can make the creation behave in uh, can control that aspect, then then that speaks to um, being the cause of it. Right? And then you can kind of pull the string. So we want to see over here then the Tanmakos and unfolding how Hashem is revealing His mastery over the entirety of creation. So, so um, I'm going to say, another, uh, and there's a variety of different ways the Marcus were so, I mean, no mind, no human mind could come up with such a multifaceted way of demonstrating Hashem's mastery over the world in all these different ways we spoke out one of the ways already last time so here we go uh, another one so so the Makas go from now this is going to be a vertical picture basically the Makas cover, span the entirety of the creation starting from all the way down and going to all the way up on top right, so Mayim, that's easy water is lower the land the Sfardeya, the frogs, are in, are in the water. They're not, so the water is kind of the, 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 the lower limit, right? Um, so the frogs are in the water, so they're already a little bit higher than the lowest part of the water. Um, then we have the Kinim, which come from the Afar, so as the earth, the, the, the dust of the land, the dust of the earth, right? So that's now we've moved from the water up onto the land. And then we have the wild animals, the Arov, so now they are on top of the land. They're not the, the dust of the earth, they're on top of the land. And then we have uh, the Dever which travels 
by air, right? Uh, airborne disease, contagious right? disease. They're they're exchanged. They travel through through the air. I'm going to see actually the understanding later on is that they're connected to the air quality, the air temperature, the certain different thing control in the air, controlled spread of disease. So that's uh, so that's Dever is now we're in the air. Shin Shin um, boils inflammation that is inflammation is hot red it's a type of it's a burning in the skin that a person has it's a characteristic of fire fire is actually from a higher place than air proof is that so the, the, from the four elements the way it goes is that uh, the offer is the heaviest that's the one that goes straight down water is not as heavy but still it stays in the lowest place it mean it does move offer doesn't really move water does move but it still stays in the lowest place avir air hovers it just stands you know it can stand it won't can have a gust of air up a bit down whatever it's, it's about the same place Aish fire goes up fire is always trying to jump up off of the candle to go up right so fire therefore is higher than air so shins now we've gone through all the way right from down in the water all the way up to the ash is there any parallel between the four primary states of matter that's what you said oh okay fine okay. I thought there was fire is the oh yeah because fire goes up yeah I thought that had more to do with their behavior their location <laughs> their location as yeah. opposed to like no 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 I mean the four primary states of matter I mean solid <coughs> liquid gas oh. plasma where oh. each one is is a higher level of activation that also parallels this hierarchy I uh, don't know about that. Okay. Oh, hey, good to see you. Okay, so uh, we'll just we'll finish up this. So we're we're speaking out the makos, ten makos, as spanning the entirety of the creation down from the bottom all the way on top. So we've already made our way up to Shin, which is a sixth maka up above water, above earth. And now it's above the air. It's in the, it's a fire. Fire is kind of flying up, right? So that that uh, speaks to Shin. Now we have next is Borod. Borod falls from the heavens, from the from the sky, right? So Borod already is higher still, right? Um, then we have uh, then we have Arba. Then we have then we have then we have. Uh, Arba, which is the locust. Now the locust lives up in the Shemaim. So that's a distinction, similar to the distinction we made earlier about the Tzfardeim, the frogs, living in the water, which means they're a bit higher than the water because the lowest part of the water is lower than, than where the frogs are hanging out. And so to now, in the Shemaim realm, so the locusts are in the Shemaim. So that means that they're higher than the lowest in the lowest uh, 
part of the Shemaim, so that makes them higher than the darkness. Darkness was from the darkening of the heavenly bodies, of the of the sun and the moon. So that's way higher than than Arbe. And finally is Makas Bachoros, the death of the firstborn, which is uh, which impacted the Nishamas themselves. Uh, it's, uh, death of the firstborn uh, was a was a taking of the Nishama. The Nishama is the highest thing. It's higher than higher than even the uh, anything physical, right? The Nishama being spiritual is higher than anything physical. So we've, so we've just shown, Maral has just shown us, that the Ten Makos spanned the entire full height of the creation. By doing that, Hashem demonstrates His mastery over the creation, and therefore, the fact that He is the Creator, right, going all the way down from the water turning to blood, all the way up above the heavens, which is where the Neshamas are. Why, why are locusts considered not... They're considered from the Shema as opposed to from the air itself. <laughs> there's different. There's air, and the, the, the air is like down here, like you know, the stuff that we, mm-hmm. stuff that we're breathing, the stuff that uh, where the devil might spread, where disease might spread, right? That's the heavens up there where the clouds are. That's that's a different, you know, whatever you want to look up the stratosphere, you know, the, uh, the different layers of the stratospheres, right? <clears throat> whatever it's called. So, the point is, in, in, in the Torah, there's an understanding that there's the, there's the air that we kind of live in, the, you know, the, the um, that's down here, and then there's the clouds up there, that's the, that's what you call Shemaim. Okay, that's the distinction. And in between those two? That's what confuses me. I yeah. thought H would be even higher than, say, if Shemaim is connected to it's an air, but it's a higher form of air. Why is H the separation? Something that would be even higher, no? Yeah, but it's something from this world. Ah, okay. It means at the end they we're talking about something from this world, right? As opposed to Shemaim is something coming down from 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 a different world. Okay. Um, now that all is defined by the Khartoumim of Paro as being Ezbelokim. The entire ten markers was defined as being Ezbelokim. What's Ezba? Finger. Very good. Okay. Ezba is finger. Finger Elokim. Ezbelokim. Right? Why? So, seemingly, wow, the Khartoumim, they're such big tzaddikim, right? They acknowledge that this is from Hashem. We're so impressed by the Khartoumim, right? What does Paro do immediately after the Khartoum say, this is Ezbelokim? What does Paro immediately do? He hardens his heart. So the morale explains, it, to a certain extent, it was it was a, it was a uh, it was a it was a, it was a jab that the part that the cartoon said. This is just an ezbelokim. It's just a finger. This is, he's not demonstrating a full divine power. This is not a demonstration of full divine power, as impressive as this might look. This is just a partial power, just like a finger comprises comprises only one fifth. Of a, of, a, of a yad, right? If you want to hit somebody, you hit him with a finger, for a little child you do, right? Yeah, the, the, you, you could threaten a little child with a finger, even a finger, you go like that, right? It can hurt a little bit, right? 
but, 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 but somebody big, you have to, why, why, why you have to put, make a fist, why you have to take all the fingers, put them together, because the point is you can't, there's a difference between a koacha proti and a koacha klali. Proti means a particular detail, yeah, I can, say theoretically, I can, I can turn this piece of water into blood, I can turn that piece of water into blood, I can impact this, I can impact that, I have a wand, walk around with my wand and anything I hit, I turn, you know, to whatever it is, to, to gold or to or blood or to frogs, whatever it is, right? So, okay, so you could do certain local, certain local things, but you can't change, but you're not changing the actual nature of the world, you're not, you're not, you're not transforming the the, uh, the the code, right, of the of, of, of the world, right, the blueprint, right, you're not changing that, you, you're just simply, may, uh, like, like a, a, a construction guy comes and he says, okay, uh, we're going to cut out a hole in this wall over, if I, you know, whatever he does, but it doesn't change the blueprint back at the, back at the plant, right, they're still, they're still making, you know, well, houses not made too much of plants, but you can make a certain alteration to your car, but it doesn't change the way that they're being made at, at, at the plant, right? So, so a koacha klali is a completely different level of, of power when, when, you, when you're saying this is not just an individual action, but rather an ability to transform the very nature of things. Well, even we're saying when you can make a really major change, let's say, let's say water to blood, that's not an incremental change, it's a really big change, right? But the point is, it's happening only here. With the, with the, with the water is here, but it, didn't, it, never, it doesn't change what water is. It just took this water and changed it into blood. Masha'en came, which is not the case with Kriyas Yamsu. Chris Yamsu changed the nature of water. It made it the water instead of being um, something that does not take form, became something that does take on form. Isn't there a measure or something that says that all water split? Yes. Yeah, yeah that, 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 that's what we're working. Right, exactly. Are you referencing to the gutter saying that? The ten markers, then there was fifty. Because there was that was I, 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 two fifty. I was literally. I was, yam. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So that's so that's so that's what uh, that's what this illusion. I, I didn't say it, but that was that was, that was a so good thing. Finger to a hand, and the hand to the finger to a hand again. Yeah. So so finger to a hand. We're explaining the finger to a hand is not just simply five times as much. It's, it's what it means is saying that we're going from individual to holistic, to, to an entire, to an entire uh, uh, change in the nature of things. Okay, so that's what Kriyas Yamsu did. So as we're explaining, why is Hashem demonstrating all of these miracles? Isn't it enough to just do one, right? So the answer is, Hashem is systematically demonstrating His mastery over the entire existence. Right, so there should never be any doubt. This is the foundations of our faith foundation of our movement, of all of humanity, really. Right? So, therefore, Hashem went first on a, went one through ten, right, from, from the bottom all the way to the top, one, boom, 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 all ten. Now, all ten, but those are the details. Then you, 
and you close the fist, right? And then, then you then you have then you have uh, then you need to do a whole different quality of of, of, of a miracle, which is a klali, an overarching miracle, one that changes the very nature of, of the world, as opposed to just altering certain objects. Yeah, that's Kriyas Yamsuf. But Kriyas Yamsuf is at the end of the day is down here. So one could say, okay, Hashem has uh, ability to change the very nature of the world fundamentally, not just to alter an object, but to, to fundamentally change what the thing is in, in the whole world, down here, in this world, uh, lower world. But maybe it doesn't have that ability up in the higher realm. Okay? So that was, so that Hashem demonstrated in, during Melchamas Amalek, the war that Yeshua fought against Amalek, like we know, Chazal tell us that Hashem stopped the sun in the sky. Yeah, we were pursuing them, we we're beating them. It's starting to get dark. When it goes dark, the battle is over. I right? can't, uh, you can't pursue the enemy in the dark. Right? So, uh, so Hashem stopped the sun in the sky so that Yeshua could continue the war. What's that? Says the expression over there by Yad as well. I think. Oh. Okay. That's Drush. Maybe you have to. You you have to be a what? Okay. That was Drush. That's Drush. Okay. So. So uh, so that demonstrates. Now again, the sun is not just like a. Okay, you know, it's a particular object that. That Hashem altered. Oh, he stopped the sun. He held the sun still. The sun is something that relates to the entirety of the world. It's not like there's a bunch of different suns and like, okay, you held, you stopped a sun in place. The sun encompasses our entire world, right? There's only one sun for the entire world. So it's like the water. By the way, I forgot to mention, the, the, the water, the splitting of the sea. How many seas are there? Who knows how many seas there are? Seven. How many? Yeah, one. There's one. There's only one sea, Josh says. What? I know the Red Sea, the Mediterranean Sea, you know, the... You can count oceans also, by the way. Oh, you do? Oceans, yeah. When we say Yah, Yah means ocean. There's five oceans. No, Josh, what do you have to do? The word itself is singular. What? The word itself is singular. Yam? Singular yam. What about Yamim? That would be plural. I thought there was a famous expression, he sailed the seven seas. It was like a method he went around the world. Right? Magellan, Magellan sailed the seven seas. That's what we were taught in school. I forgot what I heard, but I'm pretty sure I heard it from you. It was all a singular concept. Okay, so check, so check it out. Check it out. You guys are all saying good. The Pasuk in the very creation of the world. Vakara Elohim Layavasha Aritz. Hashem, he separates, the, he puts the waters and off to the side. Now you got dry land. So he called the dry land Eretz. Ulemikve Hamaim. And for the gathering of water, Kara Yamim. He called it seas, plural. Now, Rashi and the spot says, "Vehalo yam echad hu." Isn't the sea one? There's no div- there's no separation. 
it's all connected. All water is connected. Right. It's all connected. Well, it doesn't have to be. Theoretically, you could have imagined that there could be absolute divide, but it's not. All the oceans and all the seas are connected. So we, we would call it a lake then. If it was separate. Yeah. Yeah. is almost... It's almost blocked off from the Atlantic. It's a small. Well, there's the sea. Uh, also, yeah, yeah. If it okay, wasn't for that, the Mediterranean would dry up. Because of that, that little narrow entry allows it to be Oh, so you're it's me. connected, but it's a very small. Still connected. As long as it's still connected. The world will dry up. There you are. Okay. So, so, so Rashi says. So, what does it mean? Hashem created Yamim, like you guys said, the seven seas, right? He says because the, a fish that you catch in uh, in on the off of the shore of Akko doesn't taste the same as you fi- a fish that you catch off of the shore of Spain. So meaning to say there's different there's different sub climates, there's different uh, uh, systems, temperatures, and and the color of the water. Yeah, some some parts of the some parts of the ocean are very, very, very light colored, some are very dark and stormy. You don't have as much. Sure, sure. But, so, so the point is, that even though you guys are right that there are seven seas in that regard, but ultimately it's all one. The entire, it is really fundamentally one. So, so, um, so when you, so split, so even what, what I mean to say is, even without coming onto the Midrash, Josh asked me, so, so you must be coming from the Midrash, it says that the, all the water in the world split, yeah, even if a person had like a bowl of water in his house, so it split, right? Even without coming onto that, when you say, no, it only split in this one area, where the Jewish people were, in the, in the cross, but since the entire Yam, the, the, all the oceans of the world are all one, and I split them, yeah, so I've split the entirety of the water of the world. Split into two. Yeah? Yeah, no, I hear you. So are you saying the same thing for the Midrash about Dam? No, because Dam was not in the sea. It was in the it was in it was in the river. And therefore all the rivers water. are all different. So if you, so then like Josh saying even if you were drinking a glass of water That's Egyptian. the Egyptian where they were. Yeah. Okay. But if you were but, but, but if you were living in uh, you Australia know, in Australia you, your water was fine. Your water okay. Yeah. Whereas the the Pacific Ocean was split. Not necessarily because it was split over there, but because since the whole thing is one so you split it in one place, you split the water of the whole world. Okay. So, um, so again, so but that was only down in Tachtonim, then up in the Elyonim, such a overarching miracle, such an over uh, a control demonstration of control over the Elyonim in in a in a way which changes the whole nature of everything. The sun does one thing very reliably. You know what it does very reliably? Right. That's what it does, right? We can, we can. One thing we can trust is that tomorrow morning the sun will be rising, right? No matter what, right? So, and yet, what? Well, again, the sun is moving. The sun is moving. It's moving. It's just, it's just that you know where where you are. That that's that's how the movement is. But but here. Hashem stopped the movement of the sun, so that that's a that's a transformation for the entire. He, d- he did it a couple times in the Torah. 
Wasn't there another time when when the Navim or one of the Avos was, was yeah. going somewhere and he held his son up? Oh, um, oh, uh, yeah, I think you're... you're Nakhtimun, uh, no, Nakhtimun, you know, Nakhtimun ben, or the Urian or something that he had given a loan, and the loan was about, uh, and he co-signed on a loan or something like this, like, and the person was gonna not pay in time, and he was gonna lose everything, and and then Hashem held the son in the, in his place. To, yeah, okay, that, that's a, it's a, a, it's a metric, okay. it's a me- metaphorical. In this case. Shem holding the sun, does that also demonstrate that like, he stopped time as well? I mean, the sun is obviously reliable for um, setting and rising up, but that's also the way that we're through time. So in this, uh, this particular event, um, was more time, I guess, created by Hashem for Shiva to go. What? There's a, there, you're, you're literally, you're hitting the very, very key issue big discussions about it what you know what happened in other parts of the world you know did, did they did they did they also not, you know see the sun standing did the sun keep moving for them um, how, how did this not how did this not derail the entirety of uh, of existence big big big, big I'm going to sidestep that one and, 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 and come back maybe someday. we say definitively the sun is what stopped moving not the earth stopped moving that's where you ask me mechanics how, how did Hashem do it that's a, that's a, different, that's a different question okay um, a welcome for all these discussions with this very very complicated miracle is the second Hagdama to Bruce Hashem the Maral has a big fight with the with the Ralbag. Ralbag, who was very much impacted by the philosophers, felt that a certain thing can't possibly be, and therefore he tweaked things a little bit, and, and the Maral uh, said that he made a big mistake, so take a look over there. Okay, so continuing. So, okay, but that's all you can still say, fine, Hashem is in charge, look, we, Hashem has demonstrated absolute mastery, absolute mastery over the entire physical world, down in the bottom, in the Tachtonim, up there, in the Elyonim, right? But what about in the spiritual realms? Right? Maybe, perhaps up there, he's not in absolute control. So, where, where do we see, not only Hashem does a miracle up there, but that Hashem does something that changes the very nature, just like with the Kriyas Yamsu, where Hashem changed the very nature of water. And with the stopping of the sun, where Hashem changed the very nature of the sun, where Hashem does something in the spiritual realms, during the T.S. Mitzrayim, that changes the very nature of something spiritual, where, where you would have said, because of what this thing is, the following cannot happen, and that's exactly what happened. And this is and and this is done in a encompassing the entire world. This man is a genius. He's, he's I, out of this I, world. I concur. What did you say? Matan Torah, the giving of the Torah. The Torah is fundamentally something that cannot be in this world. Right, the Torah is definitionally spiritual. Right, it, it, it's the it's the will of Hashem 
who is himself completely transcendent from anything physical. And the angel said, how can it be? How can you do such a thing? How can you take such a lofty thing, that lost its level in the next world, which is not going to be, we're not going to recognize how spiritual it's going to be, right? It's, it's still going to be the learning of Torah, right? It's the entirety of it is through for shameless of I, it's all permutations of Hashem's names. And Hashem took it and put it down here into a world of, of, of mud and, and of, of, of mud and water and, and fire. Right? And that, that's uh, flesh and blood. That demonstrates absolute, the ability to literally change the, the nature, to have absolute control over spiritual realms as well. That, that's, you know, take, that's it. There's no, there's no more, uh, no, not take, what, what is it? Uh, TKO or something. Yeah, it has been in, in, in uh, speech. Yeah, TKO. TKO, TKO. In boxing, right? Yeah. Oh, technical, technical knockout. knockout. <laughs> okay, whatever. Um, technical knockout means not a real knockout? They, they had to stop it before the person was unconscious. Uh, he was still standing up. Oh, he, uh, in some state of mind. Okay, so knockout, fine, whatever. Total <laughs> proof. Okay, fine. Here we go. Uh, next, um, uh, another, another approach is... Okay, so uh, maybe we'll do the matter board. We'll do this one. We'll do, we'll do the we'll do this latter one first. Um, ten makos correspond to a serasadibus, the ten utterances with which Hashem created the world. Now, why would that be? Again, the point is the same thing to say: if I can, if I can undo the the very things that the world stands on and that demonstrates that I'm the one that is the cause of it standing in the first place, right? If I can control this thing, it means it's mine. Yeah? So, uh, so, so, so Hashem created the world with the ten utterances. So then, by displaying mastery over each one of them, He shows that He's the one that created it. Now, they don't line up numerically, per se, right? But they do line up conceptually. Okay, so we'll start. So, dam, blood, right? So, blood, what's blood? Blood is what gives a person his energy, his ability to function, to live, to, to keep going, right? It has a life force, right? So, ki adam hu So, that, that, that speaks to parnosa, to, to food, to sustenance, to nourishment, right? Um, so... That corresponds to the commandment the, where, where Hashem gave man um, of all the seeds and all the uh, vegetables, vegetation to eat. Right? So, now, so that was where Hashem, so to speak, gives man life. By giving man the ability to eat all these things, that's where we get life. We get blood, so to speak. Right? We have blood. Now, so let's say Hashem took away the blood from us, that would be the opposite of that. Aye, but here, what do you mean? Here, on the contrary, here it's more blood. Hashem is making more blood. So there's a concept in the Gemara, kol hamosiv gorea. Whenever, whenever you add more than necessary, it's the equivalent of taking away. Right? 
right, but here it's it's more the point is like this that when when you add more, so what happens is you break the vessels, right? So and then and then you and then to a certain extent you're left with nothing. Um, like a cell, you have too much water. It just like pops. Or, yeah, so right. Or, or embarrassing a person. How, uh, right. How do you say to embarrass somebody? Yeah. Malbin Ponov also there's an expression. You're right. Pusha is also right. There's also Malbin Ponov. Malbin Ponov is a language of. Not like the Malbin. What? From a language of. It's right. From a language of Lavan. Right to whiten one's face. What do you mean to whiten one's face? I thought when you embarrass somebody, their face goes all red. And says, yeah, it goes all red, and then because there's too much blood, so then it all drains out. Right. So having overabundance, so then that's the equivalent of taking away. Okay. Um, next, Sfardeya, the frogs. So that obviously corresponds to the sheretz nefesh chayat with the. Um, swarming little critters that Hashem created, right? Kinim, um, and obviously here the, the the swarming creatures are being used to afflict the the, the, the Egyptians, right? Now Kinim uh, is again is the is the uh, dust of the earth that's turning into Kinim. Now dust of the earth is something Hashem did for us. It's a good thing. By gathering in the waters, like that passage that we just read earlier, by gathering the waters into the seas, Hashem uncovered the dry land. The dry land is a, it's a it's an unbelievable concept. Every morning we wake up, we say Rokahar it's alamayim. It's unbelievable. I mean, even if, even if they find a planet that has water on it, you know, what will be the situation. The entire planet will be covered with water. That's nature. The natural thing is that. Earth is heavier. Earth should be on the bottom. Water is lighter. It's on top, and water spreads out, right? So, so as long as there's any significant amount of water, it'll just spread out and cover the entire planet. The planet should be entirely water. It's a peliploim. It's a wonderment of creation. The fact that Hashem made these tectonic plates, which float on top of these enormous. Um, what do they call the things that you these flotation cross rivers with? Rafts, right? Hashem created these enormous rafts, right? That float on top, right? and the water so and the water is all gathered into these deep, super deep cavities, right? What? What? I mean. Uh, that, that one bracha enough is, uh, by itself is enough to make a person from right or to keep him from okay um, so that so the uh, so here the uh, so here the dry land which is such a big gift right is turning to kingdom attacking people making them itching etc so that's the undoing of that next um The arrow, the, the 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 wild animals, obviously the you know animals, totsia aretz nefeshchaya that the earth should bring forth life nefeshchaya living living life right, uh, and what are these wild <coughs> animals doing? They're they're murdering, they're 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 destruct, they're destroying right. 
all the lions and the tigers and the bears that came in. They're, they're devouring all the livestock. They're killing everything, right? So that's the opposite of the Nevishkaya. Dever, also, as I alluded to you guys earlier, that we were discussed, that in the understanding of uh, at least the morale, uh, that the dever, the disease, pestilence, spreads due to the, to the um, environment in the air that kind of facilitates the, uh, the I guess, yeah, depending on, I mean, we know that seasons, different seasons spread, you know, flu season, right? Why, why is there flu season? Because the climate changes. So, so he understands that that's all because of the certain sparks of light that come from the, from the stars. Uh, seemingly some sort of a hashpah I don't know if we know exactly what it is but it changes the environment so this is the opposite of the that there should be uh, heavenly bodies the lights sun, moon, stars in the heavens so the, the opposite of them is never I'll be honest I don't really understand the mitzvah of this uh, he does say he says that the scientists of his days have confirmed this so I don't know you have to look how they used to understand what did it do with then constellations like in August the stars you see are different than right. in November right November. right right and somehow or another that has to do with flu season and with when's the next corona outbreak by the way <laughs> What? Gamma, ga, ga, gamma, gamma Sigma is coming? A variant of the variant? Version B of the Delta Sigma? Where's the Delta? It's very mild, like running nose and sneezing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so the point is that, that it's, it's, it has, you know, when, when they were shocked, oh no, another variant is like, hello, it's, it, it's the cold family, it's the, from the same family as the cold common cold comes back every season why would you expect they should be any different right so but apparently the uh, our wonderful government did not have the medical consultation that, that I'm capable of providing you know I mean I did spend three years in medical school you know you can't, you can't get such qualified people <laughs> anyway back to back to over here okay sorry that was my soapbox for the day um, so um, next shin oh shin is the uh, boils right so that destroyed the Selim Elohim Nasa Adam B'Tzalmeinu right man man's image man's appearance the, has a many of the representations that, that connect with I mean tremendously deep concepts uh, the, the entire parts of the person's face the person's the person's body is Mibisari uh, from my flesh I will see God Right, so 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 the and, and and this is now becoming disgusting and boil covered and oozing and everything that that's a that's the undoing of the Tzalamulakim. Um Then we have Barud is uh, all of a sudden stuff from the heavens is falling down here. Hashem made a rakia. Hashem made a separation between the upper heavens and, and, and the lower realms, right? And now there's 
there's uh, this hail is falling down that's the undoing of that um, Arba the, the locust is devouring all the vegetation in Egypt that's the undoing of the vegetation of the trees and, 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 and the grasses and anything that, that, that green that, that grows that Hashem made uh, the vegetation Koshech Kevin was Koshech the opposite of darkness Koshech the darkness you're very good Okay, this guy has, has, has uh, potential. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll let you. We'll let you into the six a.m. learning. Okay. <laughs> All right, and finally, Bruce Marcus Bachoros is yeah. the opposite of the first utterance in the in the Torah. Gracious, gracious, gracious. A bachor is the gracious. A bachor is the firstborn, the beginning, right? So. The beginning, undoing the beginning. Okay. Ad Khan. What did you say the opposite of, of uh, darkness was? But you are. Let there be light. Or let there be light. Okay.